Hello and welcome to Argue the Toss at GameIndustry.com. I'm Shella. And I'm Drew. And together we're arguing about the things that really matter in games and films and stuff. Indeed we are, and it is Season 5, Episode 11. Indeed it is. And our topic this week, Drew, as if people can't guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think everybody's been watching E3 all yep. week since. I, like, I think it started quite late this week, but the conferences have been going on since last was it Saturday it started? Yeah. When the Microsoft one was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been, variously we've watched pretty much all of it between us. I think it's probably one or two we've missed out. Yeah. But uh, I've seen Xbox and Nintendo, you've seen Bethesda, Ubisoft and Xbox, am I right? Yeah. And I had a look at the Devolver Digital presentation. Oh, well. right, yeah. Oh, how was that? I was disappointed. I thought they'd have more stuff because lately they've been doing um, sort of games that I've consistently enjoyed. Um, yeah. But they had this, they had a lot of blood bags involved in it. There was just a lot of sort of schlock horror sort of presentation to it, which I didn't really enjoy and reminded me of, you know, your thing that you've always had with them. Um, yes. going for the sort of edgelord type of thing. And they really, really leaned into that and had this like woman covered in blood bags on a being resuscitated on a table. And it was all pre-recorded. So it was like yeah. this uh, sort of, yeah. And it was just weird and sort of tiresome because it was, there was a scene between every trailer and then right. the stuff they showed, I ended up kind of skipping through quickly, but there wasn't anything that really caught my eye um, yeah. there. So yeah, like when Devolver like hit, they really hit. They've published a lot of games that I really like. It's yeah. just as an entire company, the image that I get from them just puts me off. Yeah, yeah, I totally got what you meant when I saw that because I've only played you know the game, the few games that I've really enjoyed from them, and then yeah, yeah. then I saw that and I was like, oh okay, <laughs> yeah. I get it now. So yeah, they've reverted to type. Yeah. Um, but yes, when I first started, the first. Uh, conference i watched i was like okay this feels like a sort of low-key e3 everyone's kind of holding back because you know we all know there are consoles just around the corner mm-hmm. but then like when i was trying to put the list together for this well i didn't have to try <laughs> i was just yeah. like well i'm not going to do like the massive games like the cyberpunks and everything that you know we've all kind of covered um but there are still really big exciting games coming out so i think it's actually a really strong e3 yeah yeah I, like i had exactly the same thing i as I was watching the conferences, there was a lot. I think it was just because everyone and who announced announced a lot. Mm-hmm. There were sixty games in the um, Microsoft yeah. conference. Yeah. There were a lot of games in the Nintendo conference, and mm-hmm. a lot of them kind of just they were entries in sort of anime action RPG series that didn't really appeal to me, and all just kind of blur together in my brain. Yeah. Uh, so it felt like there was a lot less going on, but the stuff that they actually announced and the stuff that I was interested in was really, really good. So yeah, yeah, we, I ended up with more on my list than I thought as well. Yeah. Yeah. So let's kick off. We're going to kick off with uh, Ubisoft. This one was leaked um, yeah. before, but it's still worth mentioning, I think. And that's watchdogs Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I did my article about this before we got the sort of conference thing. Um, and it, it's set in post-Brexit London, um, which I thought was a really cool setting. And it's really nice to see London in there. But as I said in my column, um, I suspect they chose that so that they could have more guns in London <laughs> than they'd get away with otherwise. <laughs> which I thought was a shame because yeah. Watch Dogs always leans into the combat more than it does into the hacking. And mm. I wish they'd go the other way and, you know, just give us a, a, an almost pure, like, 
hacker game which would be amazing and london is one of the most surveilled cities in the world um i think it's second only to beijing um so we have a lot of uh cctv on our streets um my canadian friend when he moved here he was like yeah i was just thinking like a show like dexter just wouldn't work in london because Mm. he'd get caught immediately because there's so much cctv (laughs) that's the first time i realized how (laughs) surveilled we are but um there are some things that i really liked about the trailer i really like the um the fact that you can hook up you can recruit any npc at all and um you can create a sort of rebellion a a gang of rebels and you know they can all have a look so they could be you know sort of um i think on the stage he said they can be hipsters or um you know sort of pensioners or yardies or basketball players or whatever i suppose stockbrokers um yeah so i thought that was really cool and they said like all those characters will be scripted and uh yeah so yeah i guess you can sort of scan them and see what their skills are and then recruit them which is amazing that is quite epic in scale um london looked gorgeous it was you know obviously in a bit of a sort of authoritarian um state um but it will be really nice like wandering around camden i'm going to try and find the the goth pub that's there and see (laughs) if they let you in wearing jeans (laughs) not black um so yeah i'm i'm quite excited about that i didn't think i would be um Mm. but it looks cool the accents are pretty terrible though i hope they sort that out um it just nobody there sounded like a londoner they sounded like what americans think londoners sound like which is jason Mm. statham but actually that accent isn't as common in london as people outside the uk think it is people don't really speak like cockneys anymore in london um yeah the sort of jamaican patois is um you know a huge influence on how you know sort of youth culture speaks in london and then there's all the melting pot of london in there as well um so yeah i hope they sort that out because it'll be really annoying if every person in london just sounds like some sort of cartoon version of a londoner yep yeah <laughs> you're absolutely right yeah i was read that this is the one of the main takes i've sort of seen on uh, twitter about it as well is that it just sounds a bit too american yeah yeah so, yeah i mean it's not a series i've gotten into because <laughs> the first one kind of there was so a bad. lot of buzz about the first one and then it turned out to be kind of bad so um I mean, maybe not bad, but people were disappointed in it. Yeah, and uh, I do like respect the work that Ubisoft have done in pulling that series out yeah. of that doldrum and making it into something that is now kind of interesting and kind of yeah, people yeah. get excited about that since Watch yeah. Dogs Two. Watch Dogs Two was really good. It was really enjoyable. Yeah. All right. So, what do we got next? Next up is Spiritfarer. Yeah. Now, I apparently saw this and forgot about it, which reflects badly on me. I think it must have happened, like, in one of the times. Like, I watched the Microsoft conference live, and Mm -hmm. my internet went down a couple of times. Uh, Okay. Like, specifically before they announced, like, the release date for Cyberpunk, which was just... (laughs) really irritating to me like Ke- Keanu Reeves like pointed at the screen and said take a look at this release date and then there was just nothing and I think I came back after that into the middle of Spirit Ferry. so right. yeah, maybe that's what happened but I've just watched the, the video again after you showed it to me and it looks really interesting and a really nice animation style yeah uh, it, like the first half of it kind of looks like a really kind of highly animated terraria kind of game Mm -hmm. where you're kind of building a base and what i really liked about it was that it showed him going out and like 
um, you know, harvesting some minerals and chopping some wood, like you would in Minecraft or Terraria. But when he comes back, he's holding all of that stuff in his hand. It's not just in an inventory. It's like yeah. he, he struggles back with it, which it's is really, really yeah, like gathering stuff. And then yeah. it's like the keywords that came up on the on the screen were like care and explore. So you can like bake things and do things for other characters in the game. At one point, there's an animal orchestra. Which yeah. you know oh, is yeah. just awesome. <laughs> Animals playing flutes with little music notes floating up. It just yeah. looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, so it's about death. So the character, the main character, they're a fairy master. Oh right, I see. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting and really beautiful and a nice change of pace from all the sort of guns and um, sort of high graphical, in you know, sort of like shininess of the rest yeah. of e3 um yeah and yeah that's by thunder lotus games yeah. there, there is kind of a like obviously it's about death but it's not immediate up, immediately up front with that in the trailer no. so you get about halfway through so there's uh, build things gather things create things and then suddenly in the middle of it there's a subtitle that comes up that says learn to say goodbye yeah like, oh. <laughs> yeah one of your animal folk sort of like fades away and floats up into the sky and a sort yeah. of yeah and then it's like oh and the music's all a bit um it's like sort of nino cooney style yeah. music that studio ghibli kind of um feel to it sort mm. of like swelling strings and stuff yeah um, i think i got a lot of influence of studio ghibli in the art style as well yes very, yeah 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 which is always a good thing so next up for a quick change of pace again this yeah. was a the left field um <laughs> game of the of the show i think it was the blair witch game yep so yeah that was yeah so i was just watching this trailer and then um we both said at the at the end when we saw the logo <laughs> thing in the trees like is that the blair witch logo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah wasn't expecting was. a blair witch game at this stage yeah, it, like, it seemed interesting. I like Until it was the Blair Witch logo, I kind of didn't... I thought, this looks like a decent-ish horror game. Mm-hmm. It, it It's hitting some of the tropes pretty well. You've got mm-hmm. your camera like you had in Outlast. It looks a bit Resident Evil 7-ish. Mm-hmm. And then it was Blair Witch. So yeah. that, it, I was suddenly more interested in it. Yeah, exactly that. I was just like, okay, yeah, it's got like real mood and atmosphere and, you know, the trees and in the torchlight and then there's this camera footage. And then, yeah, Blair Witch, I was like, oh, okay, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's And then it's like, why wasn't there a Blair Witch game at the time? That's kind of strange. But I um, think, as I recall, there was. Oh, and it okay. was bad. Bobbins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's me fishing into like the the deep pools. Recesses. So that may be completely inaccurate on that, but yeah, yeah, I definitely recall a talk about Blair Witch game, which just didn't do anything. Uh, okay, yeah, but I'm quite happy to revisit Blair Witch as a game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Okay. So next up. I think it's uh, one of your change of pace ones. Yeah, well, we are sort of thematically swerving all over the place here. The, the next yeah. one I've got is The Way to the Woods, which is, um, I mean, my immediate visual take on it was that this is The Last of Us, but with two deer instead of two human beings, <laughs> which is, like, I haven't really looked into it much more deeply than that. It was very kind of visually gorgeous and yeah. deer with glowing antlers and... yeah. Um, it reminds um, me of Endless Forest. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that game. Yeah. yeah. I loved that game. <laughs> yeah, so it had that journey kind of feel to it, didn't it? Yeah. So I'm guessing there's no language, yeah. just animal language in it. So it's all sort of 
done through gesture and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so it appeared like the the older, the stag, the, the deer with the antlers could trigger certain things because they have some energy through their antlers. So there were gates and things they could open by kind of bowing their head and stuff, didn't it? I think that sort of seemed to be the gameplay. It's, I guess, a puzzle, yeah. a narrative puzzler. Yeah, I don't think they showed anything kind of combat-based. So yeah, No. Like, everything was kind of deserted and abandoned, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll Maybe it is a Last of Us game. Maybe you'll run into clickers there and it'll be a surprise. Like, God, that like the awful. end of PT. Yeah, yeah well, that's... <laughs> Although... All these deformed deer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trying to I, eat I mean, them. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> I, I, very, like, I very much doubt they will. I don't know why I'm saying I hope they don't do this like, ridiculously stupid concept that I just came up with in search of something to say. But I hope it's not the case that this is a yeah. Last of Us game. I mean, the world at the moment, anything <laughs> might happen, but we yeah. hope it's not that. so next up is in a very happy place (laughs) and that is animal crossing indeed they finally kind of dropped some stuff about it for switch yeah animal crossing new horizons Mm -hmm. in which tom nook is still a greedy loan shark (laughs) landlord Um... everything Uh, did you see uh, Zalvia Nelson's tweet regarding that? He re- like he did it last year, but he retweeted it again. Said everyone's got this idea that Tom Nook is a you know a slumlord and just you know constantly mm-hmm. twisting the screws for money. But he gives you a house without like any promise that you'll pay him back. Like, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he owns the housing market and just decides yes, you can have a house. Don't worry, pay me whenever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's funny the way he like you have this having this really happy time on the island in the trailer. It's like oh. Uh, he gives you a tent, though, doesn't he? Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a tent, and it's forty nine thousand bells. <laughs> I know it includes a like plane ticket, but I could have taken EasyJet. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you're camping, and there's a campfire, and you go fishing. There's some gardening, and then Tom Nook turns up at the end, and he's yeah. like, "That'll be forty nine thousand bells." <laughs> yeah. It is very nice that they lean into that. Like, yeah, they... yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's great i love the humor in animal crossing yeah but it just looks like yeah lovely animal crossing world that i'm very happy but i mean that's gonna sell some switches yeah uh, yeah I, like i specifically know people who've been waiting for for animal crossing before they get the switch and there's gonna yeah. i'm one of those really nice, yeah there's definitely gonna be a really nice sort of themed version as well where you get animal crossing colored joy cons or whatever it is yeah and uh, yeah that's gonna be really cool i mean I think it's fair to say that, you know, it looks the same as every yeah. previous Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's... there's not much to say because no, everyone it's... knows what Animal Crossing is and does. Yeah. It's like, just it's... doing that. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. It's it's one of those series that doesn't really innovate very much, but I don't think any of its fans really need it to. No, like... you just want new stuff to grow, yeah. build, gather and harvest or whatever. Yeah, I'm glad it's coming out in the spring though, because it like traditionally, as I recall, they come out near the winter, or at least I pick them up near the winter. And I, I know City Folk, the Wii one, came out late in the year, which mm-hmm. means that the entire thing is snow all the time. And I've never uh, played an Animal yeah. Crossing where you know yeah. I got to do the summer stuff because by the time that rolled around, I'd stopped playing. bounced out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I played so. Pocket Camp for much longer than was healthy. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, I was truly um hooked on that for a while but um one of the things it has innovated is it's remembered that people of color exist and you can now create a person of color as your animal crossing avatar which is great 
yeah. late but great. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just completely blindsided when someone mentioned that that you've never been able to do that before. Mm-hmm. Because like I've never noticed, I've never gone mm-hmm. into like the character creation stuff because it just asks you to pick a hairstyle and like the skin tone already matched mine. Yeah. So I was yeah, you're just like kind of yeah. done. I don't need to slide the shader any further or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like it's yeah, just incredibly, you know, sort of white of me to not notice that. But mm-hmm. like it, yeah, just how has that not been in any yeah. of the previous? Yeah. I know, especially yeah, J- Japan is weird. <laughs> yeah, on that yeah, it's a yeah a strange oversight. But there we go. We've moved forward, which is good. And yeah, so many people of colour, particularly black people on Twitter were really excited. You know, it's um, a really good thing to do. <laughs> Represents, yeah. you know, the people who are playing your games. Absolutely. Cool. I can't wait to pick that up again. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Yeah, so my next one is uh, one that I have already played, which is quite cool. Um, Roller Champions was announced as a it's kind of a rollerball style roller derby meets basketball sort of game yeah. uh three on three on a big kind of circuit and it's got this i don't know it's got a very high colorful art style and it's very yeah i don't know i, I don't have much it reminded me of like splatoon and yeah overwatch kind of a little bit only not yeah. quite as stylized yeah in that it's just very kind of it's different... just really yeah. nice looking i kind of it's kind of stylized, but not as cartoony as Overwatch. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they've just got this real athletic, high octane, kind of high energy feel to it. It looks really nice. It does. Um, yeah. yeah, it just looks fun to play. Yeah, and they released a uh, pre-alpha demo, I think they refer to it as, which is running until the 14th, I think. Okay. So I downloaded that and had a go what? at it. And I'm bad at it, but it's a lot of fun. What... Um platform uh, i think play? possibly only pc oh uh, okay but you could you know it wouldn't surprise me if there was a ps4 version floating around as well yeah yeah you could look into that but pc is the one i played and cool. is it yeah, do you hook up with other people or is it yeah it's, it it's online only at the moment and it's mm-hmm. just it's three on three matchmaking and okay. i didn't have any trouble getting into a game there mm-hmm. didn't seem to be any communication system implemented mm-hmm. yet beyond mm-hmm. the kind of rocket league you can press your d-pad and some pre- kind responses will turn up okay but, uh, yeah it just seemed uh, i want to get better at it because it seems like if you master the control scheme which is simple but also you know you have to you have to kind of learn it and figure out how the physics work and mm-hmm. uh, yeah it just sounds like something i could spend a lot of time playing and it's going to be free to play when it comes out which is also cool oh wow cool. Yeah. so if I, I guess by the time this one goes up that alpha will be probably closed but if it isn't you know go and grab that and give it a try because it's well worth uh, 10 minutes yeah Cool. Uh, we are rattling through E3. <laughs> yeah, we are. This is. Well, why do you need to watch the shows? You can just listen to this. We'll condense it to you in. Yeah. Tw- you know, thirty Bites. minutes or less. Yeah. Bite-sized yeah. portions. Um. So next one um was Ghostwire Tokyo, which quite a yep. few people have been talking about. Um. With uh, the creative director is Ikumi Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Um, who's also become a sort of Twitter sensation overnight because yes. she had like a really energetic and enthusiastic um, presentation of the game. But the trailer looks really, yeah, it just looks like a really interesting game. It's yeah, just absolutely really amazing. striking. Yeah. Um, so the setting is Tokyo, um, 
obviously by the title Mm -hmm. and it's people sort of just walking through the city going about their business and um they start disappearing and their clothes just drop to the floor there's a really cool shot in um a shopping mall where people are on the escalators and they disappear and then there's just one white high heel is coming up the escalator and just kind of um when it gets to the top just kind of catches on the lip of the escalator and sort of tips over it's just uh, the trailer was just really artfully done i have to say Um, and then there's this supernatural element to it as well. So it's using sort of Japanese mythology by the mm. looks of it, sort of ghost mythology. Um, yeah, because there's a figure who's almost um, sort of, uh, you know, like predator style, kind of quite um, mm-hmm. cloaked um, with this kind of bow and arrow, it looks like. Um, yeah so there's this weird figure and then he's fighting these other these other figures who look more like traditional japanese kind of ghost type figures who are quite sinister looking um yeah it looks really interesting i've no idea what happens in it but stunning yeah absolutely um this is one i missed on the sort of my first watch through things and then you linked it to me and it just looks absolutely fantastic it looks i I don't know how much of this is cutscenes and how much of it will Mm -hmm. translate to the actual game graphics Mm -hmm. but it just had this very kind of realistic look to it which was just absolutely gorgeous and yeah yeah, it's kind of watching it it was kind of what i wanted from death stranding in that it's just really kind of beautiful thinking that yeah death stranding has like i'm still gonna play that game i'm sure it'll be at least really interesting yeah hopefully but yeah it, the more I hear about it, the kind of less interested I am. Be it, seeing as how like my introduction would, to that game was essentially, okay, this might be what Kojima is doing instead of sta- uh, doing that silent cancelled Silent Hill project. Yeah, this looks more like what I want from the mm-hmm. conception I had back then. Yeah, so, yeah, it's th- like I, how to do an ambiguous game trailer without <laughs> yeah. just confusing the shit out of everyone. You know, just yes. like it feels like you kind of have a grasp of what they're going for as yep. as opposed to Death Stranding where everyone's like, well, I don't know what the hell that was, but it's <laughs> Kojima, so I'm in kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this felt more coherent. Yes, absolutely. I don't know what that game is, but I know the, like, I know what I'm going to feel like going into it. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, you know, both, both sort of methods of advertising are valid, but I think this one was more effective in this case. Yeah. I, mean... I like a mystery. Yeah, but and you don't have to end up tweeting to explain it. No. <laughs> yeah, just all of the stuff that they have talked about and been explicit about in Death Stranding just became more confusing. It was just, <laughs> yeah. Like there was that thing where, oh, it's not really an action game, it's not a survival horror game, it's a stranding game. And everyone's like, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Stop explaining it, you're making it harder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo, it looks very interesting um yeah looking forward to seeing more um and then this is our final game i think um Um, i've got got a couple more okay um yeah um so uh, i watched the nintendo conference last night and i guess oh yes the absolute biggest thing that they dropped and i'd seen twitter go nuts over it before i actually saw the um Mm -hmm. the direct uh is that they announced that uh, well they they didn't announce Breath of the Wild 2. They said that the sequel to Breath of the Wild 2 is now in development, which is a really interesting way to phrase it in a kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, a, a release announcement trailer. Not a release announcement, but an announcement trailer. It's mm-hmm. like, we don't really have anything to show you, but we are doing it. So yeah. 
good, you know, enjoyed knowing that. And <laughs> everyone, everyone did enjoy knowing oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, everyone's really yeah. enjoying knowing that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that sort of instantly became my game of the show, even though we saw nothing of it, because Breath of the Wild is probably the best game I've played in the last, I don't know, decade? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just really outstanding and amazing, and from the little they've shown it looks like they're going in kind of a Majora's Mask direction in it with it which is to take the original kind of engine and do something different and in this case darker and hopefully just as strange and new as Majora's Mask was compared to Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. and yeah I just can't wait like it's not going to come out for the next four years like I, God knows how long it's going to take them to put that game out if it's on this console at all they they generally pretty slow with doing new Zelda entries. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm so... Obviously, a sequel to that game was always going to exist. It was wildly successful. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm just glad to know it's coming. Oh, yeah. Um, anything else before we go with our last one? Maybe just the Ubisoft um, revealed Gods and Monsters, um, yep. which people are calling... you you know assassin's creed does breath of the wild um but to me it looks kind of it reminds me of rhyme that game sort of with the sort of greek island feel so it had that yeah. the lighting of the mediterranean that sort of like white stone and really azure skies and mm. which is fitting because it's you know sort of the ancient western world um yeah. so it's um i guess the player character is a god um so dressed up in sort of um, armor and a tunic and all that sort of thing with a sword and a shiny helmet and then there are sort of griffins and things flying down and yeah so you're fighting against mythical monsters and it looks like it's a sort of open world sort of breath of the world uh, wild style open world um, where you meet monsters and it looks yeah. beautiful it has a really gorgeous style and we know the Assassin's Creed team can do open world um and they're good at storytelling so uh yeah it looks interesting an interesting uh twist for them it was cool to see that so we're going with our last one yeah and the one last kind of minor mention i've got which is sort of very very personal to me i don't think it made much buzz um so with all of this talk about the kind of final fantasy 7 remake which was which was a big part of the square enix conference obviously um that's something that a lot of people are super excited for. I'm kind of tepid on it because Final Fantasy VII is fine. Like it, it seems like gaming blasphemy to say that, but yeah, it's not the be- looking at it as an adult. It's not the best one, uh, and now we get like two or three more games of it. Uh, but they did also re- uh, announce a remaster of uh, Final Fantasy VIII, which is again not the best one, but it's the one I sort of grew up with. So it's my secret favorite. Mm-hmm. So they're actually finally doing a full modern. Well, not. a they're porting it to a newer engine in the same way that they did Final Fantasy IX, and it's about time because they've re-released it a couple of times, but it's always been compromised in really severe ways. So I'm just really glad that that's coming out personally. So, cool. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure there are other people. I mean, people love that series, so yeah, um, but like, eight's kind of a black sheep. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because yeah. it had to follow seven, and yeah, and it cha- yeah. It, it's changed. The aesthetic changed quite dramatically. Yeah, um, so yeah. And it, um, it came out in, like it's a very sort of emo game as well. Your main character is very kind of, uh, you know, sad a lot. And yeah. it came out in kind of that backlash to emo that was kind of <laughs> happening around the end of the 90s. Yeah. So it got, a, it got a lot more criticism than it deserved. And I think looking back later at it with a more, you know, mature eye, I uh-huh. think it, it's aged very well. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 
so our final game is mm -hmm. um, Deathloop um, from Arcane. So that was on the Bethesda show, and that's from Arcane, who obviously do Dishonored. And um, it was standout particularly because it has not one, but two black lead characters. Um, so, I mean, that is significant. <laughs> just right there then on top of that it has this has this really cool kind of 60s aesthetic to it the woman has um big earrings brown leather jacket you know has this kind of not quite black exploitation look but has you know like a 60s vibe to her style which is nice she has natural textured hair um and yeah and then it has this cool kind of concept to it um uh so yeah it's sort of a high concept game which isn't entirely clear, but the trailer looks amazing. So, I mean, all I can discern from it is that they are repeatedly killing each other, um, but don't die. And then they're in some sort of loop, I guess, this death yeah. loop. And he is trying to break the loop and she's trying to preserve it. So he sees it as a prison and she sees it as freedom. So there's something interesting going on there. Yeah. What did yeah, you think? That, that, it looked really interesting. Um that big fan of just basically arcane, everything Arcane has ever done. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't play too much Dishonored, but they did Prey as well. I think mm -hmm. I hope I had that right. Mm -hmm. um, and I love Prey. And th they seem to do a really good job of kind of updating the classic kind of immersive sim genre into something that's playable and modern and has all the kind of uh, old cruft sort of shaved off it and streamlined. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that... I, I don't know what genre this game is in. It might not even be an immersive sim, but they have they they function as this really cool link for me between like the games I the PC games I played as a child like Deus Ex and System Shock <laughs> or, like the complex immersive sense and they seem to bring that forward really well so I'm just mm -hmm. a huge fan of them as a developer in general and yeah. to see them taking on a project with this kind of interesting premise is really exciting to me uh, yeah I have no idea how that game is going to work but no. the setting is just cool so, like so the trailer shows you like it's kind of a big machine like a big a big circle mm. kind of sitting in the middle of what whatever the playable area is. Yeah, so I guess the implication countryside. is Yeah. So I guess the implication is that this area has voluntarily trapped itself in a time loop to protect itself from something. something. Like, so so no idea what's going on in the outside world. Maybe that's all just completely ruined. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just a cool idea. Yeah, it's something interesting. Yeah, cuz then there's like a sequence with some people that looks more stylized and uh yeah they look like they're kind of frenzied and yeah, yeah it was and the, yeah so there's a flash of that and then there's a flash of some other figure yeah it looks like there's lots of things going on but mm -hmm. the core concept is these two people fighting for different things um and i wonder if you play as one or the other um yeah. and then you can play it through twice and maybe it plays out differently I'm not sure, yeah. or do you, is it like co-op and do you play? Well, not co-op, obviously, if you're <laughs> against each other. But yeah, I don't know how it works. I'm I'm yeah. so intrigued, and it just looked super stylish. The music on the trailer was amazing, and mm -hmm. yeah, there's two black people in it, so <laughs> I'm there already yep. just to see. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, they just both seem like really interesting characters from what little we've seen. Yeah, 
No, yeah, absolutely. It was just I liked everything about that trailer. Like, yeah. you, you linked me three trailers that I hadn't seen, and I just liked each of them better than the last. So. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, it was a good, or it still is. E three is not over. It is. Yeah. I suppose it will be by the time you're listening to this. It will be yes. the last day. Um, but I think it's been a really good E three. It has. It's been kind of understated, but they've just announced yeah, a lot of but just kind of stuff. solid. Just yeah, yeah it has. But... It, it, weirdly, like um, Microsoft announced a new console, and that was one of the least interesting things that happened this year. <laughs> yeah, like I find it because again, in in the sort of same way that Breath of the Wild did, they just at the end of their conference they dropped. Yeah, we're working on this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, well, we know. We know that. That's not yeah. a secret. <laughs> It, it yeah, was. It, was, it was very little information. Just they, they don't have a name for it yet. It's just called Project Scarlet, and yeah. they said, "Oh, it's got you know a processor that's four times as fast as the old one, and it's got a solid state drive, so it'll be faster a lot of times." And I, I don't know why they were positing all that stuff as kind of being revolutionary. But, yeah, it was uh, so yeah. it was so weird. Some of the conferences were weird because there were these obviously scripted pause for applause moments. <laughs> yeah. And it was just yeah. like, oh god, it was so painful sometimes. It's like, yeah. please don't pause for applause until, yeah. <laughs> yeah, until it's actually something. Yeah, so people were like, oh, we're supposed to clap for <laughs> for this now, this tiny announcement. So that is a wrap on E3 2019. Um, yep. Even yeah, so it, it will be pretty much wrapping up when you listen to this. Um, so let us know if there's anything you think we've missed. I'm sure, well, there absolutely will be stuff we've missed. I mean, if there's loads of stuff that we think um, is worth chatting about, we might do another list of maybe smaller games, some of the indie mm. stuff that we might have overlooked at this stage. So let us know if there's anything we missed, any trailers you think you'd, uh, that you thought were really great and you'd like us to cover. Just let us know in the comments. And where can they do that, Drew? They can do that oh, all sorts of places. Uh, Twitter, probably the best way to yeah. get in touch with us. We're at Are You The Cast. You can also find us at gameindustry.com uh, in the podcast section. Yeah. And uh, uh, find us on, I think you can still find us on iTunes. Yes, you can. Like and rate us on iTunes. Um, oh, yeah. Please do that. That's really helpful. If you enjoyed this pos- podcast, please like just hit that star button or thumb or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever podcast thing you listen to us on, if you can rate us, please do. That helps us so much. Um, and yeah. That's, that's it. That's it, I think. That's all the places. Yep. That is a wrap. Until yeah. next time, Drew. Cheerio.